Yanny too. What? You said come with us. I said Yanny too. Oh, okay. You kind of cut out in the middle. Oh. So it's something like E N E two. Oh. I'm like, Ian. That's a new Zoomer phrase that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> oh my god. So today at work, today at work, some some friend of a coworker comes in and they like interned together in college or something. But they got to talking about Gen Z. I was like, and they were like, oh, are you Gen Z? To me. <laughs> to which my coworker just cracked up. And he's like, no, nah, I think this guy's a boomer. <laughs> Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, no, I was born in the 80s. And she goes, oh, Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, I was born in 1999. <laughs> mm, that's cute. Mm, your mom was partying like it was 1999. Mm-hmm. I was probably partying with your mom. Oh. Ooh. Also, Stranger Things, yeah, totally. It was like in 2000, what was it, 2018. So that show came out. <laughs> well, it was set in the 80s. Sure, but... All those kids were probably born in the 70s. So, yeah, yeah. The characters were born in the 70s. Mm-hmm. But... Cool. Yeah, super cool. I'm so old. I was like, ah, yeah, Reagan was president. <laughs> just mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's ageist. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like it's mean to call me old. I'm not a. I'm not my parents. Our parents' generation were like, don't call me old. Yeah. We're wizened. You think so? And suffering. I think I think uh, we're just like in solidarity and suffering. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, well, we're all we're all suffering, so whatever. Yeah, just I li- mean, living in this post-capitalist nightmare. You know what I mean? <laughs> just. I mean, like, yeah, we got ten years to the end of the world, so. You think so? Well, I don't. I mean, probably because che- I cheers, mean, buddy. yeah, cheers. Uh, Joe Biden's got his climate thing going through. Yeah, do you think that's actually going to do anything? No, because the next president's going to switch it. Yep. So that's that's <laughs> the problem with this country is. Ipso facto, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, and it's the boomers' fault. Those old old boomers mm-hmm. sitting in their mothballs. Yeah. Well, their mothballs are worth like two trillion dollars or something. You know what I mean? And when they die... <laughs> I, like, reiterate this point, too, with it. Because it's just like, you know, you keep blaming my generation for... And I'm sure every parent, you know, parent's generation has done this in the past. But there's not a single millennial in office. <laughs> except maybe AOC. <laughs> it's like, Matt Gates is a millennial. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I mean, he likes them Gen Z. Maybe he doesn't even like Gen Z. What is the next generation? <laughs> So we got a Democrat that can't follow through, and we got a pedophile. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Gen Z. Oh, Lauren Boebert is also a millennial. Is she? Yeah. She's like 33. And she's a crazy person. So we got Oh, yeah. Three. No, our generation is not the smartest. Mm-hmm. 
That's what happens when you gut public schools. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But you um, gotta capitalize, bro. You gotta make money. Yeah, you always have to be making more money. If you're not always. growing, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So God I, forbid you make the same billion dollars you made the last year. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's no, not... I want 1.2 um, this year. The come, stockholders come don't want to invest in a company that's just making the same amount of money every year. No, of course not. Because that wouldn't be capitalism. Yeah. Oh, dude, did you ever check out those Behind the Bastards episodes? No, I never. I haven't gotten around to it, but I will. I actually have work tomorrow, so I'll probably listen to them while I'm working tomorrow. Yeah, that, that one about... Uh, how the rich ate Christianity is really interesting. Yeah, I want to okay. because let me. Yeah, it's absolutely about like the. It. It's about the like, uh, the nineteen, essentially the Great Depression through the nineteen forties, how capitalism became this like American ideal, and it was because communism was obviously our big foe. But how we suddenly became, like, so just jerk each other off about Wall Street and making more money all the time and nobody wants to work and all that. Yeah. Because that's the thing is nobody has ever wanted to work. And that always comes up every generation is like, no one wants to work anymore. Now the robots are taking our jobs and we're like, but I... How am I going to work? <laughs> how, how do you do the work? <laughs> so if the robots take my job, uh, do I not have a job? What is that called? How capitalism ate Christianity? Is that what it is? Uh, how the rich ate Christianity. How the rich. Let me just look it up. How the rich. There should be a direct link in that email I sent you. There is. My door is, like, slamming. I'm going to... I think it's blowing in the wind. I'll be right back. Okay. There we go. There we go. Is it just two parts? Two parts. I love this episode. John Wayne, a dude who sucked. <laughs> <laughs> They've got some hilarious ones. Like some, they have one about a doctor who wanted to replace human testicles with goat testicles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like they're all really weird. Some of them are like people you know, and some of them are people you've never heard of but like they do like five parts on henry kissinger they're currently in the middle of a four part on clarence thomas which like that sucks that guy had a horrible life and it has made him a horrible person (laughs) remind me of who clarence thomas is again clarence thomas is supreme court justice he's the one who with the white wife that's crazy with the yeah who wanted to overthrow the election got it yeah Um, i I just didn't want i wanted to make sure i was thinking about the right person guy grew up with like a single mother in like servants quarters basically and his dad like walked out didn't want to take care of didn't want to take care of daughters only wanted to take care of sons and like (laughs) sounds like a real uh, cool guy i think he ended up oh that was actually his grandfather his grandfather walked out like didn't want to take care of his, his mom because his mom was a daughter and he didn't want it. Sounds like a real sons. rascal. 
but he ends up he ends up living with his grandparents and his grandpa like and there's debate over how much truth is in this his grandpa finally like brings him into the middle class like from being super super poor but is like you have to work harder than anyone else because uh because you're black and uh didn't want to ingrain any laziness in him so it was like no fun like no play you're gonna do this garden work with no gloves on and like all this stuff just a hard hard life and then he ends up becoming a real shithead but man they they do a better job of telling the story sounds like a real goofball <laughs> a real bundle of laughs. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, you know, I don't understand this too because I've had, uh, I'll quack his name out, but I've, I had, uh, conversations with about this. And is like, you're, it, it, he's just a classic capitalist, you know what I mean? Um, I guess he said he, he's he leans libertarian, and uh, I'm like, oh, so you're a nerd? It's a cop out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, an oh, answer. so you're a nerd, huh? And uh, you're a real blues lawyer. And uh, no, we were talking about this, and uh, yeah, he was saying the same thing about like people don't want to work and all this and all this shit. And I'm just like, dude, like. I don't know if it's that simple. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think, like, people that that use that excuse or like what we we're talking about, it's just a. You're you're right. It's a cop out. It's absolutely what it is. It's like you, you're not looking at it like critically. You know what I mean? You're looking at it in a very base sense of. And I tried to explain to him like, well, you're a capitalist, right? Like you believe in you know, uh, making as much money as possible. Right, like that's that's like your whole shtick. He's like, yeah, yeah absol- absolutely. I don't see anything wrong with that. And I go, okay. So what if I were to tell you that we do have a lot of stockpile money, we do have like all this stuff, but we keep giving it to the top, top, the cream of the crop, you know? And he's like, well, it, because they worked hard. It's like, here's the thing, though, they didn't. <laughs> and I go, and you're like sitting there worried about some welfare queen. He goes, well, yeah, people will take advantage of the system. I go, well, people take advantage of the system all the time. Rich people don't pay their taxes. You know what I mean? Like, it happens all the time. And, and also, do you think that they're not that they're working all the time? Or right. Do they just work so hard that they have their billion dollar yachts that they're well, this is not it, using because they're working so hard. Yeah. Here's. The- <laughs> I love it so hard. <laughs> they're working so hard. Yeah, taking apart a bridge in Amsterdam to get your fucking giant yacht through a river. Dude, no. But what I was trying to say is I was like, I have no problem with, with people make, being wealthy, but I, I think we should give these people that don't have anything, like, a chance, a shot. You know what I mean? And he couldn't disagree with me more. But I was just like, but that's, you know, therein lies the difference. Like, you want the people at the top to take advantage of the system, whereas I want... The people that actually fucking need it should get it. Not some billionaire that, like, was born into wealth. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because they're billionaire... getting tax breaks 
all the time, you know? Yeah. The IRS doesn't co- go after Bill Gates and his taxes, and I bet there's probably a couple discrepancies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, If so. a corporation proportionally had the budgetary issues of someone who needs welfare, yeah, the government would absolutely bail them out. Like, 100% yeah. would be just sucking at their nuts to try and get them the money to save the corporation yeah absolutely. i mean you, you we just did that we just did that with the semiconductor industry which you know mm-hmm. uh i'm invested in so nice yeah great great for me i guess uh but like it's just another bailout <laughs> like well, yeah and, and and i'm also like like under the impression that like you it's either either one or the other. Everybody games. Everybody's gonna find, you know. Everybody's gonna find loopholes. There are certain people in the world where that's like their, that's their career. That's what they're good at is finding these like loopholes to get around these things. And I go, but in the grand scheme of things, because so he goes, so you think that like these these poor people, you know, should take advantage of the system? I said honestly, in in hindsight, let them. Because yeah. their their needs are way lower than like some fucking billionaire that doesn't pay his taxes, Look, and if he did, he, it would get us all out of debt, you know, Donald, in an instant. Donald Trump just uh, his ex wife died, and he buried her near the first tee at his New Jersey golf course, and everybody is saying, oh. That gets him a tax loophole that removes property tax yep. on the property because it's being used as a cemetery. Yep. And so everybody's like, ah, he's just trashy. He's just using his dead wife as like a tax loophole and all this stuff. Which, yeah, it's trashy. But the guy never said he wasn't, you know, bending, taking advantage of every loophole that he got. He was like, Absolutely. oh, I'm a genius when it comes to taxes. I take advantage of all the loopholes. And technically, yeah, well, dude, he's read, doing it legally. Read, read <laughs> it's trashy. Da- read but... Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He literally says in the book, rich people don't pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so these scummy people are, you know what I mean? Like they And they are scum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, They're literally think... con artists. They're not smarter than you. Like that's that's the whole lie that that America bought into, especially evangelical Christian conservative right people have completely bought into the lie of like Jesus was a capitalist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. out of fear of communism, of anything that smelled like communism. Well, and I'm and not then... even saying like pure communism is the answer. What I'm saying is that that like whatever shit system you've created, it doesn't work, son. And it's and it's everybody takes advantage of of a situation and everybody will. I would much rather have the negligible like poor folk that actually need it to take advantage of those things rather than some scummy fucking billionaire just to get richer off of like what he has. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that's completely unfair. It's completely like, you know, counterintuitive to like what we want to make in this country. Or at least what I thought this country stood for, which it I don't even know well, if now it stood on anything. Libertarians but. don't want the uh <laughs> don't want corporations bailed out. That's yeah. Yeah. that's uh that's not freedom. Yeah, well True you're freedom. not a liber- True they're not- freedom is struggling to survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Surviving is true freedom. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just like my man, struggle. I think we we got to a we got to a you know state where he was understanding me and I was understanding him. But it's like we wildly differ in like our definitions of you know what we want this country to be. I want. He goes, well, you're an idealist and blah blah blah, but that'll never happen. And I was like, well, then that's the problem, you know, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> like yeah. I hate people that do that. It is a cop out because it's like, do you want to keep repeating these fucking cyclical mistakes that we've made every fucking generation? You know what I mean? Or do you want to break the mold and like, hey, why don't we? I just mean, make yeah, it, there's make it fair and or at least make it like a more enjoyable experience for all of us, not just a, one person. Society you know? is built by idealists and quitters. <laughs> people, people <laughs> who are like. We could do so much better, and people are like, "No, this is just give up because this is this is what we got, and this is the best." Yeah, like the best is what we've got, and it's never getting better. So, quit crying, quit, yeah. give up your ideals. Well, you and, quit. And dude, I, I, I'm not quitting. I, I'm quitting I get it. I get it. And idealisms are, are are essentially pipe dreams, but something's got to spark some sort of. Some there are sort a lot of, of countries with some beautiful pipes. <laughs> oh like like uh Pipe dream, you know right? yeah like w- europe so many of these developed western nations have great things which granted yes they're they're smaller but why can't we do these things on a state level then that's what like, i'm saying yeah like why and honestly it's surprising about california i'm sure california has a lot of progressive stuff where like we are ahead of the curve on the quote-unquote socialism like progressive policies Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of ways that we are just still dog shit yeah your homeless shit where there it's like a billion dollar industry and like none of it's going to the homeless is fucking unbelievable (laughs) that shit is crazy corruption (laughs) insane (laughs) corruption (laughs) yeah man i mean and that's the thing I, i i you know i've been because of the pandemic it's like boosted how much i pay attention to politics now but i think i've hit a wall where i'm just kind of like maybe this is just all we do we just fuck shit up all the time like we have these idealistic like beautiful ideas of like this utopia that we're building towards but we never get to it because of just our pure human nature which is we are want to be the king on the on the hill and fuck everybody else you know what i mean like we want to be t- king, king, the rat king sitting on his pile of shit. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and maybe that's just like that's why we want to. We that's why we want the freedom to make as much money as we want as we can make. Yeah. Is because that gives us the idea that you know if we work hard enough, we're gonna be the king on the hill. No, you're not. You're, you're not. not. The serf is never going to we'll have s- his own plot of land. <laughs> Well, certainly working harder is not going to get you there. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That whole notion of meritocracy, it it just, that to my dad, I just laugh ask. when my dad talks about it. I'm like, <laughs> you think I have an idealism problem? Like, you think I? Like, okay, bro. so gets so good at that, like, how many does it take to get a billion dollars? And it's one billion dollars. And, like, he could be the greatest out there. Mm-hmm. And the likelihood of him making a billion dollars, that's never going to happen in his lifetime. Right. But then 
Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos made it in last year. Do they work harder than... Yeah. Well, we've certainly established that they're not smarter. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, they might be smarter than... <laughs> but... <laughs> but... but <laughs> You're gonna have a lot of quacking in this conversation. Yeah, I, I, I think we might have to edit that whole thing out. Maybe let's, let's say... But I mean, that that the whole point is like, it's it's all a Ponzi scheme. You know what I mean? Because it's like, in order to make that much money, you have to exploit workers, mm-hmm. essentially. And I would love to be rich just so I would could have employees and I wouldn't exploit them. I'd be like, what is what is your top thing? But then I found that like flaws in that because then people get comfortable with that and then be like, well, why don't you pay me more? Oh, well, you're exploiting me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it's like a rabbit the- hole that I can see. Like it's 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 definitely idealistic. But oh, and th- this was the premise that he'll that he'll say that I, I don't have to quack out. And maybe he doesn't give a shit. I don't know. I still love him. He's my best friend. But, uh, but, like, I gave him this, this, oh, fuck, I just lost it. I fucking hate that. I'm not even drunk. Um, what were we talking about? You gave him this, we're talking about libertarianism and working hard. Yeah. And making a ton of money. What got us on the well? The, what got us on the topic is because the Powerball is like up to like one point two billion, and I oh yeah, in, someone I, won it. I went in with a, with oh did they? Yeah, yeah. And they're only getting after taxes. I think it was four hundred and thirty three million. Still a lot of fucking only, money. Only four hundred thirty. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, my favorite tweet was congratulations to the IRS for winning the eight hundred and thirty three million dollar. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Yeah, where is that going, by the way? <laughs> to the Pentagon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's be honest. Which, oh my god, I, I could go down a rabbit hole on... We should not be paying Ukraine fucking $40 million. That's fucking dumb. That's so stupid. Like, we have enough problems here. We need to stop sticking our nose where it doesn't belong, dude. Just let... I mean... Let those countries fight it out their own way. The same with the Middle East. Like, we're never going to solve that. You shit. don't You don't want to set a precedent of Ukraine, of Russia being able to just march in and take over something. And that's why we're not... Uh, but we're, we're between a rock and a hard place, very, like, literally with, like... We're, we're between Iraq and a hard place. Uh, we're... Iraq. <laughs> we can't... We can't let... Putin just be able to walk into a country sure. and declare them Nazis and take them over sure. and do all that without any sort of pushback. But yeah, we also but we can't militarily engage them because... Right. Then it starts World War Three. Yeah. So the solution we came up with was give them a bunch of money and a bunch of weapons and let them... We're in a proxy let war them with Russia fight. right now. That's what's happening. We're yeah. in a proxy. Well, and we're about to be in one with China, so... Yep. With Taiwan Pelosi is... going to Taiwan. Fucking Which, moron. you know... Fucking... My favorite was Trevor Noah was like... Pelosi is like the drunk girlfriend. Who's <laughs> like, my boyfriend's gonna fight you. He's gonna <laughs> fight you. He knows karate. <laughs> and Joe Biden's like, no, stay back. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck She's up, like, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. He's gonna fight you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have to deal with the consequences, you dumb whore. You fucking well, stupid ass. Technically, she's up for election, so. 
She'll win. Fucking dumb shit. She is a dumb fuck. Like, she's just a oh, dumb Oh, she rich is fuck. someone who has milked the system. Yeah, absolutely. Completely inside of training. Her husband is like Dude, a venture capitalist. I had a really good point, and I'm just, I can't and believe it's gone. I lost it. Yeah, I fucking hate it. Well, well I gotta remember that conversation. keep going you can talk oh uh i guess the other crazy thing i've been reading about in the news is all the uh wiped phones from january 6th so i'm, I'm sure you saw the secret service had all of their texts and phones wiped no i didn't after... see that <clears throat> oh yeah so the secret service wiped all their phones uh after january 6th wait what so there's no texts like the but trump's, now, trump's secret service trump's basically. secret service the people who were like gonna drive mike pence away that mike pence didn't even trust or i thought like, they were gonna hang him <laughs> well no that was the crowd but there was a point where they were like mike pence get in this car and he was like if i get in that car i don't know what's going to happen so i'm not getting in that car uh oh, wow and so with the secret service you're saying with the secret service jesus so even the vice president felt threatened yeah didn't trust the entire secret service he, like his detail was like calling their families because they thought they were going to die but like uh he did not trust the secret service as a whole to be to keep him at the capitol or to make sure that he was there to certify so if he wasn't there to certify it would go to Chuck Grassley, mm -hmm. who the day before said, oh, it might come to me to to certify the electors. Oh, shit. Who, he's a Republican. And it's like, why did you think that would happen? Trump told And him. I don't know if they're following those questions. But, um, but yeah, all the Secret Service's phones got wiped. Turns out now all of the Pentagon and Homeland Security's phones got wiped. What the fuck? So all of these people involved in the lack of response and why was there no response? We have no texts or information. Because it was, a, well, tinfoil hat, but it may have been orchestrated, essentially. Oh, yeah. No, I fully 100% believe it was orchestrated. Uh, and, like, I, yeah. I don't know how these people still have jobs. <laughs> like the Secret Service, the Secret Service is a big one because they got subpoenaed, mm -hmm. and then all of the texts got wiped. So they're the, like even the highest. So after is... after the evidence was requested, they wiped all of the information, which technically it should be preserved. I think under Freedom of Information and all that. So stuff. they they so that's obstruction of justice. Mm-hmm. Will they get and in is trouble? anything going to happen? No. It's the U.S. government. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come That's on, just for the poors, okay? The poors get <laughs> in trouble. That's just for the poors. <laughs> the poors and the street youths. <laughs> the black people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is your skin as alabaster as mine? No. Flog him up. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you obstructing? You're obstructing me. Oh my god, dude! I'm but so pissed. I had a really good point. It's wild. Yeah, it's that. Cool. That is wild, though. That is insane. But I like. I'm. It's crazy to me that yeah, three, three huge security branches 
Part of me wonders if, if the January 6th stuff, it's just like, if we should just let it go. I mean, it's never going to... No, no I don't gonna, think we should ever let it go. Nobody's going to... People are still getting go, prosecuted, but only the poors. Nobody's going to get in trouble. Nobody important. Only the angry poors, but... Only the poors. Uh... Only the poors and minorities. Yeah, I don't know. Merrick Garland has said, no one's above the law, but that's a great thing to say until you're not doing anything. Oh, they're absolutely above the law. You are the law. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Come on, guy. <laughs> but yeah, you know, politics. Love love politics. I know. Nate and I were saying, I think we talk about it too much because we're we're getting old. We are getting old. That poor guy, and we he's in the hospital too again. Much attention. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know how. What's I, going I on? Wanna, I don't want to talk too much about it because okay. I don't know how much he wants to disclose. Because HIPAA. No, it's just you know I want him to explain it in person. I think we're gonna do a podcast yeah. tomorrow, but okay. But I mean, well, I hope he feels better. I mean, it's not a secret. He's ha- he's had an arrhythmia like since he was oh, a okay. kid. So like irregular heartbeat st- type stuff and. Uh, I talked to him for a couple hours today, and it was nice, and he just, you know, told me it's not a huge deal, but it's just, like, he's got to make some, like, lifestyle changes dietary-wise. So, but I'm like, God damn, man. I was wondering why he was, like, so distant, and then I was like, oh, that's why. (laughs) Because usually him and I talk, like, at least, it's like you and me or Mike and me, you know? Yeah. So, it's, like, all the time, and we've just been mia i just figured we were both we're all busy um but yeah man everybody got sick you got covid he he got went in the hospital dude my mom's best friend like her kidneys shut down she just came back from peru with her daughter and she was so dehydrated that her kidneys shut down she got some kind of stomach bug or some kind of bug and from peru and like, like they yeah. just—they're broke now. Like she has to get dialysis, or uh, well, she's she's in the hospital right now, and we found out she ate something today, which she she wasn't able to eat anything for like like a week after, or at, since she's been back or whatever, and uh, yeah, just like kidneys shut down and things. And her daughter's a nurse, so <clears throat> she kind of lets us know like gives us an update but my folks just went and saw saw her uh yesterday and she said she did she was doing a lot better so i don't think it's i don't think she's out of the woods yet but i don't think it's like life life threatening anymore but it for a while it was touch and go fucking nuts don't drink the water uh i learned that lesson the hard way going yeah didn't go. yeah didn't you get have a bad diarrhea I, or something i came back and I did not drink the water, like, from the tap kind of thing. I think maybe it was just from brushing my teeth. But when I came back wow. the next day, Even I was that, in that. the most pain that I have ever been in. Really? Like, would be sitting in bed and laying down. I would just curl up into the fetal position and be, like, moaning in pain. I had to, like, look for an urgent care in my neighborhood and Damn. I found one, uh, like, on, you know, we were on Washington Place. It was on Washington Boulevard. Sure. And I think I grabbed, like, an expired insurance card because I didn't know what else to do. And as I was walking there, I got halfway there, and I, like, doubled over and, like, puked in the street and then, like, finally got there. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and the guy's like, 
it sounds like you drink the water. He's <laughs> like, just drink some Gatorade and you know, yep. hopefully it'll go away. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh no. But uh, but yeah, that was a couple days of just torture. Yeah, man. I think I think that might have been worse than COVID. COVID just lasted longer. So don't drink the water. <laughs> don't drink it, dude. Don't be. A don't dummy. drink water. Drink whiskey. Drink beer. Drink wine. <laughs> whatever. Just don't drink water. Drink their tequila. It's probably safer. <laughs> yeah. You know that actually was a thing, like, in in Europe before modern times was like people would just oh yeah drink fermented stuff because the water Absolutely. wasn't safe to drink. That's like biblical times they did that. Because the yep. Nile, Nile that's why was they were disgusting. all getting drunk all the time, and Jesus was like, "Love everybody." <laughs> I'm gonna you're fuck. drunk. You're I'm drunk, fuck Jesus. This whore, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> Y'all can it. kill me or something, but you you should just love everybody. I'm I might I might good. be murdering his bit, but you know, he doesn't listen to the show anyway. But I love Bill Burr when he's like talking about that. And he, he's talking about the Duck Dynasty guy saying like weird weird shit about gay people or whatever, you know. And he's like, "Can you believe? Can you believe he said that?" And he's like, "Yeah, he lives in a swamp. He hunts varmints. <laughs> what, you think he had some progressive idea? No, he's gonna stand up and be like, Jesus love horse, and the tax collectors doesn't like the queers.'" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, I'm so pissed. I, I'm so pissed. I forgot about that. Cause that it was a really good point. <laughs> you are really you me. are hung up on that point. Yeah, I know. Cause it would have tied it in together, and it, it, I don't know. I Just a pretty bow. It. Uh, I lost it. Let me see. Oh, I'll show you. Is this you your one. song? Yeah, this is yours. So we're gonna go with Ryan Adams. He just released a new single. You know, I have rarely listened to Ryan Adams, so this is going to be I know. You damn might not, near a first for me. Well, you might not like it. You might like it. Um, hey, it's no, called, I'm open to it. Yeah, it's called Fantasy File. Fantasy File? Like P-H-I-L-E? Yep. Wait, really? No. Oh. F-I-L-E. Fantasy File. What album is it on? It's a single. So this is uh, Ryan Adams FM. Oh, why did you say that? Yeah. Oh, Fantasy called. File. Okay. Yeah, there's two two singles off, or that he just released. What? Okay. This dude is insanely prolific, and but he's a piece of shit. So you know. Is he? Yeah. Do we know that for he got, sure? He got me too. Do yeah. we know that? He was texting a 15 year old girl. So, oh. Yeah. Well. Any hoodles. Uh, hey. You ready? Drake texted uh, minors too, so. Yeah, he did. Um, I'll send you another link when I. When okay. I All right. You ready? Baby, when the Holland bling. Yep. <laughs> Three, two, one, play it. I know, that's why I wanted to play it for you. You love the sex. 
so this is a song about spank banks. Probably. <laughs> He's a piece of shit, but whatever. Everybody's got one. In your spank bank. Everybody's got a spank bank. <laughs> Not in yours personally. That was a uh, that was rhetorical. Don't tell me. <laughs> I definitely do. One hundred percent. Got a picture of you. There you go. That was good. That was very dad rock. Dude, I, I figured you'd like the sax. Yeah, I love the sax. Mm-hmm. Gotta love. I just love like when something has like some good unique instrumentation. Which the mm-hmm. sax, you know, it's not unique, but it is semi unique. It's great as a as a little It's the parsley of music. Like you just throw it on there and it just garnishes it. The sax? Like M eighty three? Yeah. No. Yeah. M eighty three, like uh what's it, Midnight City with that sax? Yeah. Bill Clinton. For sure. Bill Clinton great on the sax. Bill Clinton. I'm just talking about sax. My boy just loves the sax. Gotta love some smooth sax. I mean, uh, Bojack Horseman. Gotta yeah. love the sax. Gotta love the sax. An alto sax. Sometime, cool. sometime we should just do and not maybe, not maybe a one for one episode, where like you do one song and I do one song and then, oh, that's the episode. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We do a thematic one where we do like TV themes. We actually did a theme one, but you didn't. We you didn't realize it. Which was uh, what we usually call or was when we go speed round with them, oh, where yeah. we just like keep oh, yeah. pumping them out. We usually call that after hours. Oh yeah. But we go with like we do deep dives, and we'll just like Nate's really good at them. It's really funny. I got too hung up, and I wanted to repeat songs, and I was too drunk. That I just posted one that I edited that we did well before some of the episodes that I posted before you know before it um but it's called the song mcgillicuddy (laughs) the name of the song is oh let me look it up i gotta gotta look it up i just posted it and you should listen to that episode because we're hammered well i'm hammered shocker and uh is it a you and is it a you and me episode no it's nate and i and it's uh the last two are you and me but the one after hours, the song McGillicuddy, the pusillanimous. <laughs> <laughs> and the song is actually longer, has a longer name, but it wouldn't, on when I uploaded it to SoundCloud, it wouldn't let me put put, put it because there was more than 100 characters in the song oh name. Oh my god. <laughs> it's some Jeez. crazy 70s, uh, like, prog shit. It's so weird. Uh, okay. But yeah, I'm going to I'm going to step away. Yep, you uh, you t- handle your business. Handle my beard. A beard. <clears throat> so. Yeah. So uh, you were saying uh, you just like how just, people use interesting instruments. I do like when yeah. it's just used and it's just the flair. I love it, dude. Uh, I love it. It's good. I think I showed you Fox Warren. And you liked them, um, but you should check you that band out. They use uh, steel drum in one of their songs, and it's like really interestingly placed. Like I never thought I'd like a steel drum in anything, you know? Yeah. But it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. I, I remember you showing me them, and I remember liking it, but I did not go deeper on that band. 
Yeah. But here's what I like. Here's what I like about these podcasts. It's like, this is... You and me, we're like, we know each other's tastes. Mm-hmm. We're just gifting each other songs. We're like... Yeah. I bet... I bet Ryan would like this. Yeah, exactly. I think he'll dig it. Yeah. And, and uh... Yeah. I use it kind of like a... Like a... Almost like a... This podcast is kind of like my diary. You know what I mean? It's just like it snapshot into my life at that time. You know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of cool. I probably... That's Doesn't matter I, if anyone's listening. Yeah, I don't really give a shit. I mean, if you do, cool. If not, you know, it's no skin off my ass. You know? Ooh, off your ass, huh? Off my ass, not up. No, off. Off your ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Normally it's off your nose, but you're, like, get skin grafted off your ass. I've heard it both ways. Anyway. I have never heard skin off my ass. Really? But you know what? It works. It works. That's where they that's where they take no, that's where they take a lot of skin from your for for skin grafts and for burn victims. Yep. Yep. And your backside face. Especially if you have a big romp, which I don't. Mm, I got a nice They can take it off my belly. (laughs) (laughs) Cool with that. Dude, you I don't know. Take how, my, you can take my tits. I don't know Doctor, how. You can take my tits. <laughs> I don't know how it's hap- working, man, but I'm still 200 pounds. I like, I'm maintaining my weight even though I'm eating shit. I am like, I'm jealous. eating shit and drinking like every night almost. You since, and my cousin are both July. like. My cousin was like, I lost 32 pounds in the last couple months. And I'm like. I fluctuate five pounds at a time. That's it. I've yeah. never been one to... Like, I had a random one 2017. I lost, like, ten pounds. Yeah. And I don't know if it was that I was depressed or walking... I don't know what I changed in my life. Hmm. But I lost ten pounds, and it was great. And then I gained it all back. Yeah. That's what I'm concerned with right now because I've not been making the best decisions. I've just been, like, drinking every night with Mike, basically. Gotta love drinking. <clears throat> I do, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I gotta get back into the gym. I think I'm just gonna hold out till the summer's over just because, like, every, I'm booked every weekend and I have no free time. Yeah. So... It's either like I'm getting ready for work or I'm sleeping in for work or something. So is your work sitting down? Yeah, yeah. But I had my first. I, I had my first day where <laughs> we didn't have shifts as managers. We didn't have shifts on bar. Mm. We had a meeting. We had a five-hour meeting planning the end of the year, and I drank as much coffee as I normally drink on bar. And I, by the end of it, I like turned to my turned to one of the other managers and i was like i am freaking out like i am I, i'm not okay <laughs> like, i was like i'm used to like standing talking doing stuff like right. but this i've just been sitting and not contributing because other people are talking there's seven of us eight of us in this group and i'm like just sitting listening yeah. doodling and like <laughs> but yeah yeah no, I mean, I'm on my feet when I'm, like, fixing things or, like, changing things. But, yeah, for the most part, I'm, like, I'm sitting down for, like, five minutes, and then a bunk comes down, and then I stand up, do it, sit back down. You know what I mean? So I'm, like, yeah. getting up and down a bunch. But I think, I think, and this is what somebody said, it's 
because in the summers there's no AC in there. We have like a portable AC thing that keeps us cool and actually like does help. But I mean, essentially, it's like we're sitting in a sauna for twelve hours, and I think that's Sweating how. It out. Yeah, I think that's how I've like kept maintained the weight loss. Damn. Because I've been eating like pizza and shit and drinking and. Dude, I. You know, but I was doing really I eat well pizza there for once a, while. a week now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And to to cutting, normal cutting people, that's yeah. To normal people, that's like okay. Yeah. That's that's a decent routine but i'm like no that's that's cutting back <laughs> when i lived with when i lived with tom jo- this is the Josiah reason i weigh a, a, as much a, as a i weigh with a, a drinker with a pizza problem yeah <laughs> the reason i weigh probably what i weigh is because when i lived with tone mm-hmm. i didn't have a car mm-hmm. and so the grocery store near us closed mm. so it was either walk to ralph's Mm-hmm. and uber home with a bunch of groceries go with tone to go grocery shopping or order in and i ordered in so much yeah those three years like i ordered pizza so often i knew how many pizzas it took to get enough points for free pizza <laughs> and i became a connoisseur i was like you know you gotta have your papa john's crust with your pe- with your pizza hut toppings you said that and word your really domino sauce connoisseur. Connoisseur. <laughs> okay i got a song okay cool uh band is the walkman song is the rat off bows and arrows Got it. Have you ever heard of this one? No. All right, here we go. Mm. Three, two, one, play. like those drums fuck yeah these drums are insane this is badass that was fucking rad dude dude nate and i say this often where it's like but this is one of those things i miss when records sounded like this you know what i mean yeah well you know what you know when this this was like two early 2000s yeah Yeah. i looked it up this was this was our heyday of taste yeah, and, and we maybe that like, is. Maybe that is what it is. Maybe it's just like <clears throat> it was our time. You know, like that that was when all those bands wanted to be like Block Party, you know what I mean? Or something like 
It's so cool, man. I, I love... I love, like, a fast-paced, like... Uh, 16th notes on the hi-hats and just, like, just going balls to the wall. The, the drummer on that track, I'm like... It's cool. My hands almost hurt, like... Oh, it would. Like, listening it to hurt. it, because, like... Like, I mean, it, it's it's just fast and fast and hard, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a but reason that it. drummers can't do that all the time. When I when I was saying like this is us gifting each other songs, I was like, I heard this song and I was like, this is one hundred percent a Ryan song. Like it reminds me yeah. of it reminds me of your music. It reminds me of everything you show me. Like it's my taste, man. I just I like it. I like. I like hearing like ex- extremely talented and extremely like tight bands do stuff like that. Like that just it's and I love just the, what I love, you know. I love the chorus that's like when I used to go out I or bridge or whatever, I used to know like everybody, but now if I go out at all, like Is that what he says? What was it? It was like when I used to go out hold on. When I used to go out, I used I would know everyone that I saw. Now I go out alone if I go out at all. Yeah. And he just repeats that. When I used to go out, I used when I used to go out, I used to know everyone I saw. But now if I go out alone, if I know or if I go out at all. Yeah. Which is so that quintessential like what we always talk about of like we're getting old. Yeah. Man. <laughs> like I don't. I don't need to go to a, a, a house party. <laughs> Get abandoned by quack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't... Which I don't, we should do an episode with her. It'd be fun. But, yeah, I'm doing D&D with her uh, in at the end of the month, nice. which I'm kind of excited for. Yeah. Uh, although I'm like... Got, I gotta ask myself the question... Do I really? The guy who takes it seriously, or am I the guy who's just there to dick around with a fantasy character? Well, don't do that. Bru- to be Burun Rump. Don't do that, because you'll, get, you'll get kicked out of the dungeon. <laughs> 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 like me. Dude, Nate, I, told- I told Nate that story, and he goes, yeah, man, I want... I- when we when we played too, you're just a drunken mess. <laughs> like, are we like down. sitting around a fire, like talking about what we just did? You have to. No, man. Yeah. There's a giant fire going. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have to like take it a little bit seriously to actually have fun with it. I get yeah. that. I get that now. You know. Um, but you know, never did it before, so I don't know. Yeah. Sue, oh yeah. No, it was me, a first time you know? experience. I still love that my dwarf wor- worshipped farts. <laughs> but what was your farts. name fart craven or something Br- like it was brunrump which is you know <laughs> brown brown butt brunrump brown ass and uh and i worshiped a god named fart craven fart craven uh, because because in my digging beneath the earth i had discovered the gases that come with that deep, dungeon master was come from not within deep it. in the earth he was not having it <laughs> He was like, "Okay, really? You're gonna yeah, pray? Okay." Yeah, he was pissed. So his candle, like, poof, poof, it poofs. I just, I, like, I sacrificed my eagle, and who was my father. 
<laughs> you sacrificed your eagle who was your father to like throw a wooden board on me. <laughs> I gotta I gotta go with my friend. I gotta follow my friends. Let's be honest, the press- story was pretty damn interesting though. I mean Oh it was, yeah. It was pretty interesting. I mean And then Preston was like we're not friends. You just keep following me. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 man, that's funny. Yeah, man, I, uh, you know, that's a sick song. I, like I said, I, I miss, I miss when record sounded like this, you know? Yeah. Like, I miss this style of, like, to me, I just, uh, for some reason, with that fast pace, like, and that kind of singing and stuff, I get a British vibe, like a British underground Oh, vibe. absolutely, yeah. And, like, I don't even know if, like, most of the bands that I listened to, like, in that era weren't British, but all the British, like, indie rock bands were doing that. You know what I mean? Like, and it was so I'm just, cool. I'm just me. looking up where the Walkmen are from, because they're probably from Britain. Yeah. But, like, you know, them, have you ever heard of... Oh, American Indie Band. There you go. Have you ever heard of the band uh, Death From Above, 1979? Nope. I've heard of the 1979. Yeah. No, you've heard of the 1975, is what you've heard. Oh. See, I don't even care, because I don't like them. I've heard them, and I don't like them. Okay, well, this is a different band. (laughs) So. The 1979. I I think we already played this song. What's this band called? Death From Above, 1979. And I'm looking up. Oh, hold on, I think we've done it. Yeah, we have. But you and me. But so we've already we are. It's already on the playlist. So oh, just okay. just play it. Uh, Death from above. Nineteen seventy nine. The name of the song is called Crystal Ball. It's off of the Physical World. <laughs> But this is quintessential, even though th- this album came out in 2014, so 10 years later. But, I mean, th- they've been a band for, for a long time. Got it. They've been a band since, like, 2002. So. Uh, I had the song. Are you playing it? No, not yet. All right. Crystal, oh, you, crystal Ball? Did you want me to wait? No, you can play. Are you playing it? No, I'm not. I wasn't sure if we were waiting. We were going to hit play together. Yeah. Just, just play it. Just play it, okay. It's not just, like, the pace of the song, it's that the vocals are all through that, like, really... Uh, the, the vocals are very restrained, like, they're through a crappier speaker than the rest lo-fi. of the music. It's called lo-fi. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But yeah, that's what I mean, like, fast drums, dirty riffs, and, like, lo-fi vocals. I mean, you got me. You know what I mean? Like, if you got, if you got those three things, it's like... I feel like... That's my era, that's there. what I came up in, you know? Yeah, it's like it's like Muse, but Muse Muse was similar, but Muse was like a more super that band was, version. They were that like was they a were like less the less poppy and Berlin. 
Yeah, well, I mean, they, they just there was a lot of bands that were doing that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's so cool. Anyway, you don't have to listen to it. But I didn't listen to it. I'm just, we can talk during it, but it's sick. It's oh, I'm, such, I'm not still listening to it. Oh, okay. It's such I a sick it. song. It's such yeah, a sick no, song. And, and, and that's what I'm talking about is that era, even though that was in 2014, but they, they that's the kind of stuff they make. And yeah. they're like a bass bass player and a drummer, so it's kind of like yeah. the Royal Blood thing. It was it was 100 the like yeah that early 2000s vibe. And mm-hmm. Royal Blood would definitely be Block the, Party. Of, Block Party is like, a big a big one in that in that. But like a, a bands modern doing that sound. No. Yeah. That's why it sucks. <laughs> I want that back, you know. I want, uh, again, it, I mean, it's, it's like it's me, the, me, it's it's me the, Uncle Rico in it a little it's bit. It's the like, tide. It's the tide of taste is like, you got your grunge tide. Yeah. Where you're like, I just want things dirty and real. And then you get like the, I'm sick of things being dirty and real. Like, give me something crisp and idealist. Yeah. Like, something that sounds just perfectly put together yeah and then people are like i'm so sick of this perfectly put together nonsense right give me the dirty and the real yeah yeah well and i think i think a lot of a lot of a lot of it jesus christ a lot of it too after after like nirvana so i think i i honestly would argue that nirvana is probably the last like super you know what i mean like yeah um, well you could, they weren't you could super make group it, when they were a group Right, and then you can make they the, broke up because they died. Right, you, he well, died. one he died. Uh, you can make an argument that like Coldplay probably was the last like supergroup, or even Muse. But even then, so I think what happened they can't do solo stuff. Like they right. they they've never had a successful like break off. Jack what? Well, the White Stripes yeah, are they yeah. a supergroup? Jack no. White. They're not a supergroup, yeah, no. but because they're two people, they, but. they wrote one song that was the biggest. Radiohead's song a supergroup. That's very true. You're right. You're right. Forgot about the Radiohead. How can yeah. I forget? You know. How'd you forget Radiohead? I didn't forget, but I'm, I'm just but, saying. But here's the deal: like Radiohead is a, an acquired taste, though. Like the fans of Radiohead, it? fucking love Radiohead. You yes. know what I mean? But the people that don't don't get it. You know what I mean? Like. Whereas Isn't it that I'm they don't talking, get it or they I'm, just think that I, I I'm mean, talking like supergroup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Nirvana was a supergroup because they came out with a sound that was like unheard of at the time, and it was that Radiohead. old Gen X disaffected youth type thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Radiohead came in like a little bit later, and like in the beginning, they were kind of like like you know the Bends and stuff like that. That was like acoustic, you know, like kind of. You know, like sappy. You know what I mean. High and dry yeah. sounds like a Coldplay song. You know what I mean. Like I play yeah. it live, and it's a beautiful song. I love it, but it's kind of you know what I mean. Like it's kind of like fits that era. They didn't really like break off until like OK Computer, you know, and really well, do was, some weird. That shit. That was like two thousand. Yeah, but that's now what, that's they've what I'm all gone on to do their own successful side projects. Well, that's where I, I, I guess I would. It's the best band in the world, dude. It's like hands down, bar none. Every member of that is. It is a super group in the sense that all of them are, all of them together. With you take away one, and it's it's missing something. You know what I mean? But they still are you can, talking innovators, basically of sound. I th- like, I, th- like I honestly think Nirvana. yeah. I don't I don't think that Radiohead can be can be fit into a genre. You know what I'm saying? Like 
There's a difference between the supergroup that it actually is a supergroup and still being a supergroup. And, like, I'm saying the last, like, supergroup where it's, like, it doesn't matter if you're a fucking cheerleader or if you're some grungy, like, shit, shit kicker. You know what I mean? Like, it's across the board the most famous song ever. And that was yeah. Smells Like Teen Spirit. And that that yeah. was that was the whole Nevermind album. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, but th- this is my theory, is after Nirvana, there could be no supergroups because it just got splintered. Like, there's different groups in different genres and different sects that, like, created their own little cult following, their own little, you know what I mean, world within that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, everything just got splintered, and I think we live in an age where everything's getting splintered off even further. So, like, there's no... There's not going to be a Nirvana or the Beatles or something like that, you know what I mean, in in this day and age because everything's because of the internet, everything's so splintered. Everything yeah. just kind of like when Yeah, I can agree with that. Your your whole goal now is not to be like the one that gets the number 1 hit of the summer, like which was what the Beatles' goal was, you know what I mean, like or like yeah. a super group like that. Like because they could because they were the only group that was well, the, crushing it. You also have these like or one amongst these like, bands ten. trying to take like rather than moving, you know, music forward, which you can argue the Beatles and the Beach Boys and all that were inspired by previous bands. Did absolutely. But they kind of like blues music. Took they took what what they did and tried to push it forward yeah. in a new context and stuff like that. Yeah, and of like. Course. Now you more so have if you're doing a sound, you're doing a sound because it sounds nostalgic. It sounds like something we've heard before, right? And it sounds so specifically like that. You're like, oh that's my the God. one thing that I think radio, Radiohead is 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 insanely prolific at. It's they can make, but whatever they do, sound in, insanely unique and original yeah. to them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, there's no band doing that right now no band you you fit into your genre and you just you ride it out you know what i mean like yeah. that is the name of the game but radiohead's like fuck that <laughs> you know what i mean like they're just yeah, like tries to try to rise to the top of your genre can you make it on the uh dude we we say this all top the time. 100 country list we say this all the time about uh, radiohead. but maybe not the go ahead what, what? Oh, we but s- not the Billboard Top 100. Yeah, yeah, I know. And Radiohead will never be Billboard Top 100 because they don't want to write creep again. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah, it's it's just a completely different thing. But even they have their. I don't. The only reason I would say they're not a supergroup is, like I said, because I'm saying supergroup in the complete, completely like vain context of it, which is like it is across the board. It doesn't matter if you're the Dweebo, the cheerleader. The fucking, you know what I mean, gamer or whatever across the board. There's never gonna be a song, a rock song like that that's gonna, or really a song in general that's gonna just captivate the entirety yeah. of our country, if not the world. Which is like yeah. a Beatles effect or a Nirvana effect Metallica or yeah, Man. no, even Metallica was kind of its own shut subgenre. You know, no, Metallica I, had like some of the biggest concerts in the world. We've got less than a minute on the Zoom, yeah, so we should probably. No, let's let's just end it and we'll we'll do another episode. But, um, okay. But yeah, man, I, I like I said the, to to wrap it all up. I just think that like everything got splintered, and I think that's why they'll there'll never be like a like a massive act like that ever again. I don't think that that. Can be-
Yeah. All right. 